not just a belief of mine. It's a real knowing. Knowing that we can take what we love to do, whether it's baking, sewing, painting, whatever lights you up, then we can take that skill and make a great income doing exactly what we love to do. As author of What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60, Discovering Your Core and Also Your Gift Is Your Niche, it has been my life's work to help others, just like you and me, to discover passions, your purpose, powerful messages that you only you have so they can make the difference they were put here to make. Every week I will have deep, rich conversations with real life people that believe just like me. And here's what they believe. When you do what you love in a career, you will never work another day in your life. And this is the way I like to say it. When passion, purpose, and profit collide, that is when you get paid for being you. I'm Patricia Noldrain. Welcome to the podcast, When Passion Meets Profit. Well, guess what today is? Yes, it's another day that we meet a millennial on the move. I will introduce her in just a moment, but first I really wanted kind of to tell you why I'm so enamored with these millennials. They're age 24 to 39 now. And here are my, these are just my beliefs. You don't have to agree with me, but these are my beliefs about a millennial. They think differently than we do. They're, they have much more progressive thinking, I believe. The second thing I think is they're going to make our world a better place to live. That's just how I feel about them. And the third thing I believe is that they're going to change the way we think about work. You know, making an income, having a career, how many hours do we have to work? I just think they're going to make a lot of changes with that. Now, our millennial of this hour is Nia Champanaria. I love her her name and I want to have it for my name. <laughs> Nia Champanaria. Instead of a formal introduction, though, of Nia, Nia, I really like to have our guests on this podcast talk about themselves. So I ask the kind of questions that really lead to their stories about themselves. So welcome, Nia Champanaria. Thank you, Miss Patricia Drain. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is always my first question, Nia, and I'm I'm always so anxious to hear what people answer because it's they're all so unique because it's just about you. So where were you raised, Nia, and what were you like as a little girl? That's a really good question. So I was I was I'm born and raised here in the Bay Area, California, not too far from San Francisco. And I'm a first generation in America. My parents are actually from India. They came here about 40 years ago, uh, more than 40 years ago now, actually. And actually, gosh, we're now going on 50 years. And when I was a little girl, <laughs> I was extremely energetic. I loved being in the spotlight. Anytime my dad had a camera out, I would be the first one in front of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would, my sister, she was, she was completely the opposite, but I was uh, always the one who was jumping off the walls, jumping from couch to couch. I loved having people over so that again, I could be the center of attention. I was just very, very energetic and very lively when I was a little girl and I had <laughs> big dreams. <laughs> Did, are you still that energetic? No, actually. Oh. And it's really funny. You know, I have a, a six-year-old son and he is exactly the way I was when I was, when I was little. And I said, my goodness, this must be my punishment. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is my payback. <laughs> Good answer. Now, are, you know, it's funny with you saying that about the spotlight. I just was in the spotlight a lot. I, I was singing on stage, or and I'm not a good singer, by the way, or I was on TV or I was on radio. So I was always in front of people, and I, that's why I think I'm comfortable being in front of people. Are you comfortable in front of people, Nia? I am. I actually love, I still love to be on stage. I love educating and teaching people. I have no problem getting on a, on a video, a Facebook live, anything like that. I can pop one open and talk right away. And I think it's why, you know, I've, I've been able to do what I do. You know, I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm a teacher, I'm a consultant. So it makes sense. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've always been comfortable on stage. Yeah, you found your passion at a very early age, little girl yeah. jumping from sofa to sofa. You know, Nia, you were a person that I interviewed maybe, hmm, I don't know, Nia, was it three years ago or four? Yeah, I think it was a little more than, yeah, about four years ago. Yeah. Okay. And I interviewed people just for the listeners here on the subject of self-care. I probably interviewed 127 women and Nia was the only one, the only one with this answer. She was quite shocked when I told her this, but would you tell that story, Nia? Yeah, absolutely. So I remember you asking me about self-care and where I where I got that idea from of of, you know, always putting myself first and making sure that I take care of myself so that I can take care of others. And that came from my mom. My mom at a very young age told me that if I if if I'm not doing well, if I don't take care of myself, if I don't love myself, I'm not going to be able to take care of other people and that I should always love myself first. And I know a lot of hear, people hear that and they think, well, that's very selfish. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think that's no. exactly what we need to be doing, right? And that absolutely is true what you just said, that people think that's selfish. And it is not. It is the most important thing that we can do. I even wrote a book called I Love Myself the Way I Am. It's for children. And, and I want children to know that it's okay to love yourself. And yeah. it, it just makes you more lovable to everybody else. But I could not believe, Nia, that you were the only person out of all those people that had a such a wise mother that said, take care of you, love yourself first, and then you'll be able to love others. I'm and very that, surprised. I'm still surprised. <laughs> absolutely. It was it just, I just love that story. You know, and now let's, let's kind of go on your journey, Nia, your career journey and where, how you started and how you got to where you are today. Sure. So I've always, I've always been one to take a different path. And I didn't really realize this as my journey was starting, but later in hindsight, you know, looking back on your life, you realize, wow, I, <laughs> I didn't really follow the traditional path. And I, and I noticed this a lot with my sister. My sister followed a very traditional path. She graduated high school, went to college, got married, had two kids, bought a house, you know, and took a nine to five mm-hmm. job. I went completely the opposite way. I never wanted to work for anyone else. I always wanted to own my own business and travel the world and really kind of do what I want to do when I want to do it with who I want to do it. I always kind of, you know, had that, had that in me. And I just always had this really deep passion for this thing called freedom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What does freedom really mean? You know, what is it really, what does it really mean to, um, every individual and how, what's my definition of freedom and how do I, how do I get there? And I realized um, that there's going to be a lot of risk taking involved. And 
I was okay with that. And I think a lot of people also dream of that type of freedom and that type of life, but then they realize that there's going to be a lot of risks involved. And so they don't take those risks. And that's okay. I think it's different for everybody. So I started my own business back in, I think, 2010. And it was a nutrition and fitness business. I was a nutrition consultant. I had my own brick and mortar office here in the Bay Area. And when I when I opened my business, my brick and mortar office, I was so excited. I thought, well, I have arrived. Uh, this is it. Mm. I have my own office. My name is on the door. This mm. is it. And then I sat there for a little while. You know, I painted the walls. I had furniture, you know, brand new furniture and everything. And I sat there for about a month and I said, my goodness, what did I do that for? I don't like to be stuck in one place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said, my, and that was really a turning point for me, Patricia, because I realized that a lot of times we build a life that everyone else is building because we think that's the way it's supposed to be done. And we never stop to think, well, what do I really want my life to look like? And the beauty today is that you literally can design any life you want. However you want it, you can build it. And uh, it's with that realization in the last few years that, you know, I closed my brick and mortar office and I, I work from anywhere in the world. You know, just listening to that is so refreshing because I followed the same path you did. And I, I think we've talked about this where yeah. I cre I did the exact same thing. I wanted to have my own office and I thought I had to have an office, a brick yeah. and mortar where I suited up every day, would go in. I was miserable in there yeah. and I couldn't figure it out because I wasn't as smart as you knowing that there were other ways of doing it. Just like you said about your sister, I loved how you explained that. She went the traditional path and you know, you go to school, you graduate, you get married, you have kids, you get a mortgage. I mean, she yeah. did everything the traditional way and you tried to do it a different way, but you still had that thinking like I did that, oh, I see what you do. You get an office. You go in there and you sit in there and, oh my gosh, a person like you that was jumping from sofa to sofa, yes. it would never, never work for you. Never, That's never. Fun. No, That's not really at all. Fun. Yeah. So I, so I realized uh, that I had to eventually market my own business and, uh, you know, if I wanted to keep afloat and the marketing bug bit me and I realized I had a real knack and expertise in building websites and online marketing, marketing automation. And I just loved it. I absolutely loved it. So I actually opened my own agency in the past few years and it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. So very recently I married my two passions. So now my agency only works with personal trainers and nutrition coaches. So I've actually married my two passions, and I feel like I'm making a bigger ripple effect than I was before. It's amazing. I absolutely love that. I married my two passions. Yeah. You, you got your fitness in there and your new, I love that. So tell me what a day looks like for you, because I'm, I'm not really clear on that yet. On, I'm sorry, on what a day looks like? Yeah, what a day looks like in that career that you're in. Yeah. Okay. So the day looks like however I want it to look that day, right? What I love about the business that I've built, especially with the, the marketing automation, I usually will sit down for a day during a month 
and I will pre-batch all of my content. I will create everything that's needed for the next week or for the next couple weeks, for the next month, sometimes the entire quarter. And it's all done ahead of time. And that way, the rest of the, the week or the month, I can just focus on my clients and giving them their group coaching calls or giving them feedback on what it is that they're working on. And, and I'm helping them create the same type of business that I've created, except in still in their personal training or nutrition coaching business. So we're automating their, their backend stuff and making sure that they can leverage their time while still giving their clients great results. And so my day, you know, I wake up in the morning, I work out, it depends on when my, it depends on my son, of course, always. <laughs> he kind of dictates, mm -hmm. he takes over my mornings. I sit down for a couple of hours, maybe three hours at the most on any given day. And I do my top priorities. And then the rest of the day, I homeschool my son. I take him out on play dates. We go play. We do anything we want. We, we do projects at home, especially now during COVID. We can't really go out, go out too much. That's it. That's usually my day. I spend about three hours a day working. I'm really loving this conversation, aren't you? But I want to talk to those of you who want to go deeper. We all attended school at some time. Maybe you're attending school right now. But inside those schools are teachers that have the responsibility to teach certain courses. But what they don't teach is really the most important thing in life, self-discovery. You know the self-discovery that would help us know what we are supposed to do in a career. And also that self-discovery on how we're supposed to make an income to really take care of our families. Well, I decided a long time ago, it's time for me to share what I know so I can help somebody with a step-by-step -step process that anybody can follow. I created a digital downloadable course called Your Gift is Your Niche because people were asking me all the time, Patricia, what's my niche? And I'd always say, Your Gift is Your Niche. So now I created a course called YourGiftIsYourNiche.com and I spell niche with an N-I-C-H-E and in this very affordable, life-changing course, I walk you through very simple exercises. They'll not only help you find your unique gifts, but they'll also show you how to monetize your talents and skills. You know, the ones you came into this world with. I'm so glad I created something that I, I, don't, even, I don't think, I know it's going to be able to help you in your self-discovery journey because it's a simple six-hour course with action sheets that support everything that I'm saying in the course. And you also get my wonderful book, What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60. That's going to help you also with different exercises in that book. I'm also glad I made it into an, what I call an SPL course. That's a self-paced learning because we all learn in different ways and at different times. I cannot wait for you to get to know the most important person in your life that's you. So go to yourgiftisyourniche.com, N-I-C-H-E, and if this page speaks to you, then seriously, invest in you. It's time to claim your destiny. Now let's get back to the conversation. I love it. I love it. Nia, you are living the American dream, and anybody can live it. It's just that they don't think they can. So when did you really know that you could have your passion and make a profit, and that that was okay to do it that way. When did was it the closing of your brick and mortar? Actually, there was a there was a there was a moment where I remember exactly. I had I had gone to a mastermind um, event, 
that actually I won I won it. I actually I wasn't part of their mastermind, but they were doing a contest and they said anyone, you know, if you win, you get to attend one of our meetings and I won. And I attended the meeting and there was a book there on the table and it was called Build a Business, Not a Job. Mm. And it's by David Finkel. And as soon as I saw the title, you know, I didn't even read the book until much later. I just saw the title. Mm-hmm. And that was it, Patricia. It literally changed the direction of my life. When I saw that title, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what we do as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. We quit our jobs because we want time freedom. And then we build a business and we build a job for ourselves. We end up working more hours than we ever did in our nine to five. We have no paid vacations, no paid health insurance. We never take a break from our businesses and we end up spinning our wheels for years and years and Mm -hmm. years and years. And when I saw that title, build a business, not a job, it made me realize that, and this is, this was a mastermind room full of multimillionaires, some billionaires. And what I, the, this is the biggest lesson I learned was there are already models for success out there. There's, there's not much that we need to sit here and try and figure out or mm-hmm. on our own. Most everything has been done. There are wonderful models of success out there already. You just need to, to find them and then follow what they've done. Rub elbows with them somehow. You can, you can listen to their podcasts, read their books, buy their courses. You know, if you can't afford to hire them directly, those are great great avenues. And you can use their model for success to build your own success. And so when I saw that these people were making more money than me, but they were working less, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, wait a minute, what, what are they doing that I'm not doing? What's happening here? And that really was, that was it. That really set the journey. And it, it made me realize, okay, you know, a lot of people say, oh, that's fantasy. Oh, mm-hmm. all these laptop, laptop entrepreneurs, that's, that's not real. It is real. It is absolutely real. And it made me realize that if they can do it, I can do it too. Good for you. You know, one thing, Nia, that I'm listening to is exactly what I said at the very beginning about millennials. And you're one of them, like it or not. And you're the person that is literally changing the way we work. You work three hours a day and you're with your son and you're homeschooling. I mean, it's it's like a dream come true. And you're making a profit, obviously, because you're making enough to have a nice living going on. And, and I just am so proud of you. I'm so proud of these millennials. I'm almost, if if you, if you're listening to me very often, it's almost going to become a millennial show because you guys are so knowledgeable and you're so, to me, just making a difference, huge difference. I mean, even me, I have to ask you, have you, have you written a book yet? I haven't. Oh, you have to do that. And what you, what you want to do, Nia, is is do the follow-up to that book, you know, Build a Business, Not a Job. Yeah. Just do a, a follow-up to that because you're living it and other people want to live it. When Tim Ferriss wrote The 4-Hour Workweek, people, they just couldn't wait to have him on so that they could just beat him down, you know, and say, that's not true. You can't do that. That's just ridiculous. And and pretty soon he said he didn't even want to get interviewed because people were just being mean to him. Right. And it's the same with you. I'm sure that people look at you and want to do what you're doing, but think it's impossible. And and in a book, you could literally teach them your model. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to buy that. By Nia Champanaria. 
Now, Nia, one of the things I I really want a listener to walk away with is a tangible tool that they could use today, actually, to start building their business. And so what would you say has been your best tangible tool that helped you grow your business? Yeah, I'll... I think I mentioned it, but this has been the biggest, the biggest determining factor of success for me. And I think for most of the models of success that I've studied, it is not so much the tactics. There are hundreds of tactics to grow your business, right? And most of them are distractions. Most of them, although, you know, most of them work, it's not about the tactics. It's about the strategy. And what I realized is when I stopped looking at this tactic and that tactic, and maybe I can use this tool or that marketing strategy or that platform or that chat bot or whatever the new thing is that came out, it wasn't really about that. What I found what is it's really the strategy. It's really the overall vision for your life. It's the overall vision for your life. And then designing your business around the life that you want to live. Rather than, which I think this is what most people do, is they build their life around their business. And when I realized that, you know, it's all these tactics, they don't, they don't really make the big difference. They're not the needle movers. It's really about finding those models of success, the strategy that works for you, right? So I have um, a huge library of books behind me right now. And I have, I feel like this is how I get coached by multimillionaires, right? I read their books. Mm-hmm. I read them three times. I read, I read them once all the way through. And then re- I read it twice. And that time I will highlight. And then the third time I will actually go through and pull out action steps from those books. And then I go and implement before I move on to another book. And so this is how I get coached by, you know, all these very famous multimillionaires, Robert Kiyosaki, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, you know, all these very um, wealthy people. And the models, again, the models are for, are, uh, for success are already out there. You have to have the inner drive and ambition and belief that it can actually happen and that it's true and that you are going to commit yourself to that life, that vision that you have for yourself, no matter what right? No matter what, once you, once this becomes a must as a, as opposed to a nice to have, that's when you really start to put it into action. You just said that so beautifully, Ania. And if, and if you listen back to this, anybody that's listening, I think everybody would agree with me. You need to write your book. And I love the way that you take the, the coaching so seriously. Okay. I'm sure you've, you, with Tony Robbins, I mean, who can really afford that? Nobody. And so here you take out this book, you read it first all the way through, then you highlight it the second time. And then the third time you really start taking out things that you can implement. That is brilliant. I've never read a book three times in my life. But that's <laughs> yeah. a really good, that's a, such a good point. It's a really good point. And I, and I look at these books and I'm amazed at how much information they give away. Yes, I mean, yes. They're secrets. They really, really do. And people just read the book and then leave it on their shelf and they never do anything with it. That's a mistake. <laughs> they really <laughs> give away their, their, their secrets in their books. And um, you just have to be savvy enough to go in and find those secrets and implement them in your life. I'm doing that today. I really am. I'm, I'm going to look at my library, my business library, pick out a book first that, and I'm going to do it exactly the same way that you did, because I think that's 
valuable tip that you just gave everybody. Yeah. Now, one thing I'm going to do now is uh, the whole time you were talking, Mia, you're a brilliant girl, and I was taking notes, very quickly taking notes, and I all I wanted to do was come up with three gold nuggets that you said, and I've now come up with 11. <laughs> so good luck if you want to add to this. I don't know what else you could say, but I'm sure you'll have something. So here we go. Number one, take care of yourself first and love yourself before you can go out and love the world and take care of other people. So I guess we all have to listen to Nia's wise mom. What's your mom's name? Angie. Angie. Everybody just know that Angie is a very wise mom. I don't know any other moms that have ever done that. Number two, choose a different path. Don't follow the crowd. Because if you follow the crowd, you really are going down that traditional path that I chose to go down. I just did not know any better. I thought I had to do it that way. And then one day I woke up just like Nia and said, I, I can't ever do it like this again and walked away from the brick and mortar forever. And that's been 15 years ago. Number three, get clear on your definition of freedom. I think that one was really good, Nia. I'm really going to take time today thinking about my definition of freedom. Number four, you can design your own lifestyle business. And I'm going to say yes, yes, yes to that one because I tried to create that lifestyle business, but I was doing exactly what Nia said. I built my life around my business. Now I build my business around my life. It's completely different now. And it's a different way of thinking. And I love number five, batch your content. That is exactly what I do with these podcasts. I'll take a week and I'll, I'll interview 12 people. And that's just what I do for that particular week because I batch my podcasts. Or if, if it doesn't take a week, I'll do it in a day. You know, I'll just kind of do it that way. Number six, pay attention to the signs that you're given. Just like Nia had the sign about the book. All it took was reading that book cover. She didn't even read the book. But build a business, not a job is a really good title. I mean, you you could write it. I could write it because we both have done that. It's just crazy. Number seven, learn from the models that are already out there. I think that's so brilliant also because we do try to recreate. Of course, we want to be do it our way and be creative, but doing it our way sometimes, you don't have to do it brand new. You just follow it along and put your personality on it. Right. Number, where am I here? I'm at number eight. Number eight, it's not about, I can't even read my own right. Oh, there it is. It's not about the tactics. It's all about the strategy. And I hope people get that, Nia. Because it took me a while to understand that because uh, I was always looking for, okay, but tell me, do I go on Facebook or LinkedIn? No, no, no. Tell me what platform should I go on? And it's not about that. It absolutely is about the strategy. So thank you for that one. And here's number nine. Get coached by a book. You don't have to pay for the coach. You can get, book, get coached by a book. She's proof of it. Number 10. Believe you can do anything. Now, that one's a hard one for most people because I can only take people to their level of confidence and then I have to wait for them to catch up with themselves. Right. So, But you, that's so important. If you don't have that at the foundation, you're not going to be able to build this wonderful business. And then the last but not least, read a book three times. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I've never done that in my life. Nia, do you, do you have anything to add to those golden nuggets? First of all, thank you for pulling those so many out. I'm, I'm, 
I really appreciate that. And I think one of the one of the things that I think is is just a wonderful takeaway. This is something that I've learned really, really, really focused on in the last three or so year, three or four years, is the people that you surround yourself with is mm. the most important. I think more than any other nugget. It's the people you surround yourself with. And I know that this is a hard one for a lot of people. I think we have, you know, people that we that we love, family, friends, and it's hard sometimes to to really be honest with ourselves and see, you know, who who is an energy vampire, who is not really supportive. Um, of our dreams and goals, even if they have good intentions, I think that that can happen. And we really need to say, you know, how committed am I to this vision of the life that I want to live? And if I'm 100% or, you know, 110% committed to it, I have to do the hard things on the way up the ladder. And sometimes that really means upgrading the people that you surround yourself with, people who think mm-hmm. just like you do, people who believe in the things that you do, and people who are on a similar path and really on the same frequency, right? That vibrational energy and people who are on the same frequency as you. It's That's, huge. It's huge. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. And I knew you'd have another brilliant thing to say. Now I, now I have a dozen of things, <laughs> a dozen golden nuggets for me. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Nia Champanaria. And I also can't thank you enough for being the person representing the millennial out there, because I do think they're getting a bad reputation. And for no reason whatsoever, you're the true picture of what a millennial is, especially a millennial on the move. So thank you so much for being on When Passion Meets Profit. Until we meet again, everybody. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. Hey, if you got something out of this, maybe you'd consider sharing it with someone else that you care about. I want to leave you with a secret to success in life and business. Aha, here it is. If you can't share a solution to a problem someone is having, that is true success. Now, maybe these examples might help you. I discovered two major problems that I help solve. I really didn't realize how major they were until I realized no one is teaching this stuff. The first one, of course, goes right back to this podcast. What's my calling? What's my purpose? And that's why I created the digital downloadable course, yourgiftisyourniche.com. I already mentioned it er earlier in the episode. But finally, I came up with another problem that I can solve. And it's how to live a happy, long-lived, lasting marriage. Now, I created a book called The Chosen Few. And I share 100 tips that myself and others, other long-lived couples, I might say, put together so that you can have a conversation, especially if you're a committed couple. Now, what is the problem you solve? Think about it. Because you might really have something to share with somebody that will change their life forever. We also have a Facebook group. It's free. I'd like you to come on to it because it goes beyond the podcast. It's called When Passion Meets Profit. Until we meet again, it's Patricia Noel Drain.